0: This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be financial or investment advice. Seek a licensed professional for investment advice about crypto or any other investment. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Blazing Crypto Podcast. I'm Brandon, and today I'm joined by co-host, the man, the the chart king himself, uh, the man who bought the release of Solana in August of 2020. Justin, how are the charts treating you this week?
1: Uh, they've treated me better before, but I'll, t- I'll take it this week. It kind of depends on what chart you're talking about. <laughs> very, very good.
0: So we're excited to launch this new podcast uh, focused on helping you grow wealth with crypto. And, you know, Justin, we have to say here at the outset, uh, you know, the people want us to say that we're not financial experts or wealth advisors, uh, and our opinions should not be taken as Uh, financial advice. In fact, sometimes we like to say we offer not financial advice, right? Uh, But with that being said, we're excited to offer our insights and analysis about what we think is important with crypto, how to understand why the space works the way it does. Um, And overall, uh, Blazing Crypto is going to offer a lot more than just a podcast, but more on that in a bit. So you know, Justin, we, we started planning this podcast a few months ago. Uh, hard to believe we're already in November, but in reality, it, it's really been four years in, in the making in some, in some way. Uh, we both started in crypto in 2017. Actually, technically, I was on the uh, first couple of days of 2018, which is a funny story in and of itself. Uh, but Justin, actually, you, uh, you're the person that introduced me to crypto. So just sort of curious here. As you think kind of about the early days and kind of us getting started,
1: what sticks out in your mind? I think uh, well, the big question to me is like, okay, how did we make it this far? <laughs> there are many pitfalls or like potential pitfalls along the way. Um, and you know I, even as we get into this episode, I'm sure we'll, we'll break out a few of those uh, crazy stories. But I think... Um, Like, if if I look back at the, the whole time, one of the big things that stands out to me that's very exciting is the fact that, you know, back in 2017, all of these different coins and cryptocurrency was mostly just ideas. And today, we actually have, like, a lot more than just ideas. You know, some of those projects made it all the way through, and now they're actual you know they have products they're actual companies and new technology that's developing so i think being able to see that whole picture has been a really cool experience yeah and in our conversations uh which have been
0: many uh, over the last few years you know we've had that that thought of where it's like we've talked about what might be for so long to actually see it happen has been has just been a wild experience and uh, the innovation in this space is, we say it all the time, it's just wild. Uh, so like you mentioned, uh, we have been through ups and downs. Uh, we've had our fair share of wins and losses, to use all the cliches. We've had, we won't name names, we've had coins go to zero, uh, which we will name drop probably along the way. And, you know, we've discovered gems like Solana and boy. What a gem! Oh yes, uh, what a gem! We might devote an entire show to Solana here in the coming days. Uh, you know, Justin, uh, PTSD alert. But we've even gone through an exchange getting hacked, and uh, and us not faring super well in that. However, we've learned a ton along the way, um, and even as we were recounting some of these stories, uh, even just realizing how much we've been able to learn. Thankfully, uh, even through some of the the missteps. Um, You know, I think what's really intriguing about kind of our conversation is and and our sort of relationship with crypto is, you know, as fun as the space is, you and I have been really motivated, energized by just being really curious um, about wanting to understand why behind crypto, like wanting to understand, you know. What people like you know raoul paul would call uh the macro right like understanding the bigger picture why does this space work the way it works where is it going what do you need to know to actually have success with crypto because frankly if, if you're not careful this space will chop you uh, to pieces so the idea for this podcast and so really blazing crypto as a whole really began organically uh for us right we never we didn't start out three years ago to build some podcast but it began organically when friends and family that we have began to ask us questions about crypto. They wanted to understand it. They saw news breaking. They wanted to just help figuring out how to connect the dots, um, you know, and try to say this humbly. But people began, you know, leaning on us for insights and feedback. And, 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 and really, we're looking for, for help from, from our point of view. And, and all in all, it's been a fun ride. But Blazing Crypto is really about being able to enjoy that ride with a lot more people. So, yep. what do you say? Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, our main segment today is focusing on an item that is near to dear to near and dear to our heart. We call it the Core Four. Uh, and so, in addition to the fact that obviously it rhymes, and you know, people say you're supposed to do stuff like that, the Core Four is really our best effort at distilling what we think are the four most important things that. Everyone should understand about crypto. Again, about why it works the way it works, and really what you need to understand in order to sort of find your place along the spectrum, uh, find your place whether it's as an investor, whether it's as a, a user, someone that's playing, you know, a game on crypto, or um, or, or whatever the case may be. So these four items, again, in our learning, in sort of the paradigm and model that we've been able to build, these four items really are like a, a sort of a north star for us. And, and I would even say, Justin, um, it's it's kind of funny how many times in conversations that get very specific and we're trying to make a decision, something in our conversation always comes back or seems to come back to one of these core yep. four items.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, yep. Yeah. So let's dive in and uh, and we'll have you explain some of these and tell people why they're, they're so important. So the first item on the list, and again, we try to have fun with these, right? The first item on the list is honor the king and queen. So
1: what, tell the people what on earth that means and why that's so important. Yeah. So the king and queen, if you, I mean, if you had to guess, you could probably guess that it. it's Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, um, You know, honoring the king and queen, what that looks like is um, it's essentially like having a core position in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Like um, you always want to be building your Bitcoin stack or your Ethereum stack um, or maybe a little bit of both. Um, And I, I think, I mean, there's there's many there's there's many reasons why it's so important. But one of the biggest ones is just that crypto is very volatile and risky right and there's also thousands and thousands of coins and if you start counting nfts okay now we're now we're in the millions and millions um and a lot of them will come and a lot of them will go but the king and queen that are here to stick and stay around is bitcoin and ethereum um so you know there was I know there was a time like like early on when we first got into crypto uh we were I mean. I don't know i don't know if brandon can say this but like i was jumping it all in on coins like you know this thing called mothership msp that's no longer around or like uh, too soon too soon there's, and there's like a, you know there's there's tons of them that i was throwing money in in 2017 um it's like oh i gotta invest this technology and they're not even around anymore right so bitcoin is not going away uh ethereum is not going away um, they may, you know, change over time, but they're not just going to, like, disappear um, tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And even um, I, was, I was
0: trying to look it up. The, the, the name escapes me, but, but there's a law that basically states that if a technology has been around for 10 years, it's, uh, it's reasonably certain, uh, to, to ca- caveat that, reasonably certain that it would exist for another 10 years. And we've seen that proven true over a long period of time with yep. with with many kinds of technology. Obviously, Bitcoin is already there. Uh, uh, having started um, over ten years ago, Ethereum is sort of uh, is, is getting closer not quite to ten years, but yeah, exactly. These two dominate the space. We've also joked that we reserve the right to change these and uh, either either add either add a court jester, as we've discussed, yes. or even uh, yes. think about a deck of cards, a jack for Solana. Or maybe uh, maybe Solana becomes the king or queen. We will uh, we will see. But we reserve the right yes. to change these as the market shifts and adapts. All right, great. So the first item on the core four is honor the king and queen. The second item is is understanding uh, the Bitcoin life cycle. So Justin,
1: take it away. Yeah. So um, there's 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 a number of reasons why understanding the life cycle is so important. Um, and it really, understanding the whole life cycle and of, of being four years, um, typically Bitcoin goes through a two year bear cycle and a two year bull cycle, and then back into a bear market and then back into a bull market. Well, if you have the big picture in mind, um, you're able to have a lot higher conviction, especially when like the Bitcoin price drops by 30% right or 40% or heck it dropped 56% this summer um that can be very uh just hopefully not earth-shattering because it depends on how much money you have in there but it can really shake you to your core and zooming out having that four-year time horizon really helps you stick to the plan um it also uh i think one of the big the big things is like you know let's say bitcoin drops 50% one month and rebounds 30% the next month the more you can zoom out uh, and see the bigger picture you're you're going to see that okay bitcoin averages you know 200% growth per year since it was created you know uh, over a decade ago so I hear that that's a lot is that a lot 200% yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah just a little bit yeah <laughs> it's like Literally, out, Bitcoin has outperformed the world. Anything you can possibly think of from an investing standpoint consistently, you know, for the last decade. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, like, knowing where you're at in the cycle is really important. Like, okay, when should I be buying Bitcoin or Ethereum? Uh, and then also, like, when should I be selling? If you don't know where you're at in that market cycle, it's really hard to know how to, like, you know, tie that down to, okay, what actions do you need to take today? So um, I, I like, to, I mean, it's almost like a way to really, it's like a map. You know, it's how we navigate through just life and crypto.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it reminds me to connect uh, to the stock market for a second. I mean, we've all seen the chart and actually uh, it came up in my feed this morning of uh, back to the 1800s uh, of the stock market's history. Uh, and essentially the further that you zoom out, you know, again, it, it seems like an inevitability. The thing always goes up, right? And, and kind of the joke about stocks—you know, stocks always go up. Uh, but but the the application there, like that's not just some cool thing. Like the application there is, if you've ever sold at the bottom of a twenty percent or thirty percent stock market correction, you know you got you got buried. Um, however, if you you know if you've bought those dips, so to speak, I mean you're like you know, you're rewarded within a year or two, uh, sometimes faster than that. So, so yeah, absolutely. The further you zoom out, uh, sort of things things become a little more a little more clear. And actually, Justin, to dig a little bit deeper here, uh, you know, we've actually said that that for for the volatility that Bitcoin has demonstrated in the entire space, Bitcoin is actually a lot more predictable than people realize. Not predictable day to day or week to week or even month to month, uh, but predictable within that four-year historical um, time frame. So, anything else to add on the predictability and kind of why orienting yourself within that four-year time frame is so important? Yeah,
1: and like, I'll try to stay out of the weeds of like, you know, all the reasons why it's so predictable. Um, that's like a whole nother podcast for another time but the essentially the the supply um, for example in bitcoin is fixed right like we know what the supply is going to be now the demand shifts um, wildly (laughs) obviously uh, but when anytime you have like a fixed supply like that and then the demand shifting dramatically, like let's say the demand, the demand drops significantly events like that in the crypto, um, just the crypto uh, industry are, are very predictable and tied to Bitcoin. You know, for example, like when Bitcoin miners start selling off their Bitcoin um, in order to pay for fixed costs, they have to, they have to do that on a, you know, a regular basically calendar basis. Um, And so you can sort of like see the demand shifting in crypto very easily. Um, And I think that's part of part of the predictability I'd like to highlight. Yeah. And, you know, what's even wild
0: about this space um, with uh, what I'll stay out of the weeds of on-chain analytics. uh, But what's been really cool to see also is we can see really who's buying, right, or who's selling. And so even this summer when Bitcoin, you know, dipped down briefly below 30K, was sort of bouncing off of 30K. You know, kind of the phenomena we were seeing on chain was that the whales were actually yep. slowly reaccumulating. Again, signaling right. uh, signaling a lot about where we were and understanding who's buying and who's selling really does give us a really strong indication. As you said, a lot more to say on that point. <laughs> but, but to summarize, you know, any time... Anytime we're thinking about money in or money out or moving money around or or whatever, we always want to orient ourselves on this historical four-year time frame. And as the space continues to evolve, we'll see what happens with that four-year time frame and whether that gets extended. But again, more to say on that later. There are some smart people out there with some different ideas uh, that we uh, are staying very close to. So, honor the king and queen first. Second, understand the the four year Bitcoin historical life cycle. Uh, number three, Justin is uh, make DCA your friend. Uh, so tell the people what DCA
1: is and why it should have the status as your friend. Oh yes, um, it should be your everything. It should be so much more than a friend. <laughs> uh, so, and this 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 one goes along with. Um, the understanding of the life cycle as well. They kind of work together. But DCA stands for dollar cost average. So what that means is like um, Brandon and I dollar cost average. Yours is a little different than mine, but like I was um, every Friday all summer long, I was automatically buying Bitcoin, Ethereum and Solana. And it was automatically drafted out of my account um, onto Coinbase. And I didn't have to look at it think about it and it was little you know you know smaller amounts basically every friday because i get i get paid on a weekly basis well um that's dollar cost averaging and to make a long story short that can have the most powerful effect on your long-term growth and portfolio um i know brandon has his own story of dollar cost averaging and how much like yeah it just adds up you know if you're buying um even just a little bit of bitcoin over a, you know, three year time horizon every Friday. And that price of that asset is ultimately going up at 200% a year. Like that adds up very quickly. Um, so during the bear market, which by the, by the way, the bear market is also your best friend Uh, we have lots of friends, uh, so during the, there's a lot of room, there's a lot of room on the bus. Like, when there's a bear market, which just means the whole world is selling their Bitcoin and everyone says this thing is stupid and it's going to zero, that's when you need to be dollar cost averaging in. You need to be buying every week. So, like, I should say, like, that's that's been, like, I think the most effective strategy for you and me. Um, and then also, you know, when everyone on Facebook is talking about Bitcoin… Um, and it seems like you're you're seeing Bitcoin ads everywhere and it's like, oh, the whole world wants to get its hands on Bitcoin. That's that's actually a signal for me to okay, now I'm gonna start averaging out of the market. I'm gonna start selling. Uh, and just like I dollar cost averaged in, I'm gonna dollar cost average out. I'm gonna be selling on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, and the fact
1: is to pull a
0: few things out there, you know the fact the fact that you don't have to buy, one whole Bitcoin, right, because, you know, I mean, how rich, you know, sixty sixty one 61 k today. You know, the fact that you can buy Bitcoin and other crypto assets fractionally is really a game changer. And honestly, we even love that from what it does to really push the accessibility down to like literally anybody with a cell phone. Like if you, you know, if you can buy a t-shirt or a lottery ticket, you can buy Bitcoin. and so, one thing we talk about with DCA is avoiding an all-in or all-out mentality. So we're never really like moving all of our chips in at one time or moving everything out at one time. There, there is that, like you said, that approach of of scaling. Yeah, I'll relay that story. And I use this story as a model. I did not do this, which is what makes me remember it so so well. <laughs> so uh, if I, I was telling Justin, you know, I, I have one of those mechanisms where like. You know, every week, X amount of dollars comes out of my my checking, goes into savings, and just like sits there and does nothing. Makes like point zero zero seven percent yield. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm actually, I, you know, lost money or lost buying power in the last eighteen months over every dollar that sits in that account. Just like you know, just like you have. Um, but if if you would have taken twenty five dollars a week. On Friday, don't look at the market. Doesn't matter what price is. You don't. You're not trading it. If you would have put a twenty-five dollar amount into Bitcoin every Friday, beginning with January first of 2019, to December 31st of 2020, so roughly a 24-month time frame, you would have had somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 25 thousand dollars. And that doesn't even count the big Bitcoin run up to 64K in April or May or whatever it was. That's just like barely getting into, we were approaching, you know, 19 or 20K, the new all-time high. Yeah. And so I think the point is, and this to me is one of those mental model things that's really, really important. I'm not smart enough to trade this market. And, and I have to admit that and know that. And like knowing that is actually a benefit. Um, and I think most people are not smart enough to trade this market. It's too volatile. Uh, it's It's still really early, right? And so it, it's almost trading this market is almost like sort of arguing and debating about which seat you want on a rocket ship. The point is the mistake you would make is not being on the rocket ship. Again, you know, not financial advice. The point is DCA is a way to get on the rocket ship uh the thing I love about dollar cost averaging the most is how much stress and energy and decision making and just the the frustration of, of all of that just kind of decision complex. It really takes that off the table and uh, and honestly it focuses all the energy I think on like pick the right asset, which is why again historically we've recommended you know dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin, ethereum, Solana, I mean even USdc so, yeah, any anything else to add there,
1: Justin? Yeah, I think um the the only thing I would mention is like like Bitcoin, if you if you look over the last several years, it spent I, I don't even know off the top of my head how much time. It basically spent a year to a year and a half under eight K. Definitely under ten K. Like and so when you're doing this DCA buying method, like I don't care where you bought if it was under 10k you're buying in the right spot it doesn't matter if it's eight or three or four um because when you zoom out you know and bitcoin's at sixty thousand a day um you you don't look back at those buys with regret and you have a lot of time to accumulate a lot of buys so one of the best
0: things i can tell
1: you that justin's
0: ever told me uh uh, you know bitcoin was at i forget what number it was it might have been 7500 uh and, and I, I was like well you know do you think do you think i can i can wait till it dips down to 6800 and you know it's just again if you think that this thing has six figure upside which obviously we do and even higher than that the difference between 6800 and 7500 it's not even worth the time to think about right so again keep the big picture in mind don't miss the rocket ship, and DCA is really the friendliest way uh, to do that. All right, we'll speed up a little bit here and go on to number four, our last of the core four items, and uh, the famous phrase, protect the asset. So protect the asset, Justin. Tell the people why that's so important.
1: Yeah, so I think Brandon already mentioned there was an exchange hack that we uh, <laughs> endured. It, well, the funny thing was I actually didn't lose hardly any money because like, I happened to just move it off to like chase – some squirrel coin or something, you know. Probably It was probably Doge or something. Um, but uh, we were on this exchange called Cryptopia, and it was a complete scam. Basically, the creator of the exchange, they just stole everyone's money and, like, whatever, like, moved to Sweden or something. I don't even know where they went. Um, yeah, and then Brandon and I got all these emails for, like, the next three years. I even – I think we got one, actually. I got oh, one this week. Broken. Okay. Yeah. Like, four years later – from like some you know police or something that's like hey we're still working on this hack like if you want to get your money back you got to fill out this form no not gonna Uh, make it and on another on another note i had a friend that had 10 bitcoin sitting on cryptopia uh 10 bitcoin at 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 one point in time in in 2017 so he he did not lose that uh to that hack but anyway so the main thing there is, there's a lot of sketchy places that you can put your Bitcoin on the internet, and you want to avoid that. So stick to some of the major exchanges like Coinbase. Um, Voyager is another good one. Um, Gemini. You can even do it through PayPal, Cash App, places like that. Um, but you want to you want to keep your coins safe and secure. Um, on a, a very legitimate exchange. Uh, I know that I, I actually when I was doing some research on this Coinbase in 2020 had um, 0.004% of their accounts hacked. Um, and in of those uh, of that sample it was like the person's fault 90% of the time, right? Like they did something stupid like you know, gave their um, passwords to a friend or something like that, and then whatever, got swindled. But the main thing there is you, you want to keep your, your coins in a place that's safe and secure, insured, um, and also where maybe you're earning some interest passively as well.
0: Yeah, that's really good. You know, we, we've said before, and uh, it's worth repeating, that it's, uh, you know, hashtag analysis here, you can't build long-term wealth if you lose your crypto through negligence. Or a risky exchange getting hacked. So, you know, be safe out there, right? And um, I also, I think what's worth mentioning here is there's actually another way to sort of lose your, not lose your crypto, but lose your, your value. Uh, and that's actually if um, one thing we, again, one thing
1: we, we say is, you know, if you make profits, Justin, finish the sentence. Take profits, take them. I have never regretted taking profits.
0: Yeah. And and one of the things that we try to, you know, to free our mind from is, is this idea of like, no one, no one buys, no one sells the top, no one buys the bottom, you know, Bitcoin is not going to send you a trophy uh, for selling, you know, the top 1%, right? The point is, again, on our side, like we, if you if you have profit, uh, we, we it's, it's a model called selling into strength right so while the entire world is lining up to buy Bitcoin uh you know that's actually the, the smart money uh, you know historically the smart money is is selling Bitcoin right yep. um, so it, it, again you have to protect the asset right be smart out there um, you know avoid the the greedy instinct uh, and, and really this kind of it actually gets to to honestly, trading this market, investing in this market, kind of becomes more about knowing yourself, yep. uh, not just about knowing knowing crypto. And again, that's an entirely different podcast yep. by itself. No, that's, that's a good point. All right. Well, as we wrap up here, and again, thank you for bearing with us. My, my voice is as congested as the Ethereum network is at the moment. Uh, so thankfully, the gas is not as expensive. Uh, But if you like what you hear, you want to grow with us, uh, subscribe to our podcast uh, on the platform of your uh, choice. Give us a rating, uh, give us a comment. Uh, Any support is appreciated. Again, we started this to help more and more people grow wealth with crypto. Uh, In the coming weeks, we're excited to continue building the podcast, uh, rolling out new episodes, but also uh, stay tuned for some new offerings. Uh, This is really just the start. And honestly, we could not be more pumped about it. So for Justin, I'm Brandon. Thanks for joining us on the show today. And uh, we look forward to uh, blazing a new path with you. We'll see you next time. For more information, check out our website at blazingcrypto.io. Additionally, if you have friends that are new to crypto, share our trailhead videos from our website, which is a great way to get introduced to crypto.